The situation in South Africa is really a, a dire at the moment. I mean, we're in the midst of a perfect storm, which is impacting massively affordability for the South African consumer. Um, you know, we know that, for instance, the four biggest expenses uh, uh, for South African households are transport, electricity, debt servicing, and food. And uh, all of those are increasing uh, 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 at the moment. Uh, and, and, and it's far outstripping the increase in terms of wages or, or, or social grants. Uh, so the South African consumer is under immense financial stress at the moment. And Mervyn, uh, just for those who may not know, which items specifically uh, do you track uh, and across which parts of the country? So, Sakina, we track a, a basket of 44 very, very basic foods, and we track it in a number of areas in Johannesburg, uh, in uh, the Etiquani metro around Durban, uh, and in Pietermaritzburg, and as well as in Cape Town, uh, and Springbok in the Northern Cape. So it's a fairly widespread tracking, and um, but it's, of course, very urban-based, so give us a good uh, indication of the urban landscape. Um, but in all of those areas, we have seen uh, a, a massive spike in the cost of some of the essential items in our basket. And if I could give you, your view, your, your listeners some idea of of the spike in price around some of the most basic ones. So, for instance, we see we have seen maize meal that has been fairly stable for a number of months begin to show a steep incline again. It went up by 3% since last month, and that has to do with fertilizer prices and fuel, which is uh, connected. Um, so our, our maize have increased by 4% over the last year. But then the big ones are in the area of flour. So uh, flour has increased by about 13%. Uh, Cooking oil has jumped through the roof with about a 52% increase. But so is our fresh vegetables, like potatoes and onions, uh, have also increased massively. Chicken has increased uh, by about 16%. Um, And then we we look at things like margarine, which has increased by about 15%. And then polony has increased by about 36%. And that is largely because of, of, of the soya bean production in South America, that was impacted by by very hot weather, um, and that has raised the price of soya bean. And, of course, the Russia-Ukraine conflict has increased the price of fuel, but also the price of wheat and the price of, 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 of sunflower, um, and that's all impacting on, on the South African consumer at the moment. Is there any hope in sight? Is there anything that has gone down at all? So, so I mean, the things that have gone down are really things that actually households can do without. <laughs> uh, the one thing on the margin is, you know, last year in December, tomatoes spiked massively, for instance. Uh, but it has since come down and it's constantly coming down. So that's becoming a bit more affordable. Uh, but you know that about 28 out of our 44 foods increased in cost. Uh, and the others basically all stayed the same. Um, so, so really, in terms of our shopping basket, 
there is, it's only going to be, be more. There is not really going to be uh, a decrease. And just in terms of some of the sentiments being expressed around this, because we're looking at uh, a record of fuel increase, possibly at midnight, and that obviously will have a knock-on effect with some of these prices once more. Exactly. And that's, that's it. Uh, uh, fuel is an input cost into everything that is being produced, goods and services. If we just think around around fuel, so, okay, if we go to the farm, where the farmer is going to start growing the potatoes, for instance. I mean, fertilizer, which is necessary for input, is a fuel-based, so that's also increasing. But then, uh, of course, the tractor, the diesel, the truck that collects the potatoes at the farm and then takes it to the market and from the market to the store, uh, even the plastic that we are buying for our packaging is a fuel-based uh, thing. Uh, so, so it impacts everything throughout the system and uh, and 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 so we are expecting that prices food prices are going to remain high for at least another 12 to 18 months going forward and this is a complete flyer but any suggestions on what people could do to help ease this burden at the moment so i mean for the household at the moment it's extremely but what we are saying is to try and 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 shop around where you can get the cheapest kind of of food. There are some retailers that are trying to 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 buffer consumers by you know putting together combos and of staple foods and and so on. Try and see what you can access through that. But Sakina, I think we are in a crisis at the moment. And of course, a crisis is also an opportunity. We, we have the opportunity to ask ourselves, to what extent can the South African economy uh, uh, carry the risk of being so exposed to global factors and global supply lines? We need to begin to think about more building national resilience and, and, and by having increased reserves of staple foods locally so that when we get to a price increase like we get now, we can release some of that food onto the market and at least keep some of the prices lower.